0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Education Checkup. I'm Johnette Magner. We're a weekly podcast here at KTBS, and we cover what is happening in education in Northwest Louisiana. I am joined today by my dear friend and co-host, Dr. Philip Roseman. He is a cardiologist most of the time, but he's here today as a champion of education in Louisiana. He is past chairman of Blueprint Louisiana, and he is a founder of the shreveport Bozier Business Alliance for Higher Education. And welcome Dr. Roseman, introduce our guest please.
1: Yes, and quite, quite an interesting and uh, conversation I think we're gonna have here. Good. I mean, uh, uh, this is Mitch Maxwell. Uh, Mitch is the current principal of Russian Middle School. He's been both a Bozier Parish Teacher of the Year, a Bozier Principal of the Year, Uh, and uh, has had several other awards for his work and we're thankful to have you here in shreveport Bozier and just want to kind of touch base and try to to, uh, learn
2: from you. Okay.
0: Can I I ask the first question? Sure you can. How are you such a rock star?
2: Oh (laughs) I don't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) I think I've been blessed to have great teams around me everywhere I've been and um, that's the thing just Filling a staff with wonderful people makes everybody look a lot better. Yeah. Maybe they would be on their own. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, we all want to be rock stars. We okay?
0: all want to be rock stars, <laughs> but he, but you, you, I mean, you got two gold records there. You got it as a principal <laughs> and as a teacher, and that's so and very impressive. It Thank is. You. You. Uh,
1: let me. I loved what you said about uh, your journey. Multiple uh, multiple excuses to high expectations. Right, right. So talk about that a little bit. I think that's an interesting, interesting concept.
2: Right. Well, you know, it's real easy to make excuses for why you're not achieving at the level you'd like to achieve as a school, or even individually in life. But really, the excuses, everybody's got those. Those are like elbows. Most people have a couple. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but the expectations, as you raise them, you know, typically people rise to what your expectations of them are. And so that's what we try to do in the school, is, we have risen expectations for our students and our staff.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Now, Tell me a little bit about the school you're in now, mm-hmm. Russian, and uh, the history, um, a yeah. little bit about where it is. Yeah. Just paint the picture of Russian sure. middle well, school. When
2: well, we we're on Old Minden Road in Bozier. You see us on the interstate. You see the, bu- the big ball fields behind yeah. us, which you probably see in the baseball and softball fields. We um, were the original junior high for, that served Barksdale Air Force Base. You know, originally, um, but with you know, school choice for military families and things like that, they do have other options now, but that was our original uh, intent there, was to serve mid- the middle of Bossier. Um, one of the most diverse schools in Louisiana, we uh, serve just four different distinct neighborhoods in Bossier City, but also we have students from over nine different countries. Mm-hmm. on our campus, so it's a very, very unique situation.
0: Now is that because of the the military kids or is it our Health Science Center? What, what are you it th- to? There's a
2: lot of things that go into it, you know. The military obviously helps and has a big impact there. Um, location is huge, you know, we right, are right off the interstate, so okay. families who move into our area find us pretty quickly, and find our neighborhood, and uh, it's just, I guess, word of mouth as people move into our country, into our area
1: you know, one of the things, you know, or the reason yeah. uh, we got your name and you're here yeah. is we know that there's been tremendous success at Russian uh, over the last couple of three or four years yeah. uh, and improvements in the school uh, yes. that have been substantial. And, you know, and that's been recognized. So tell us a little bit about, uh, about the school, about what is the keys to success to moving forward in the school like
2: y'all have, and what do you do next? Okay, well, you know, we we feel like we have to to get buy-in from the students and their families uh, within our school. So we try to come up with different ways to to promote what we do within the school. Like, for example, this year we added some new sports for kids who maybe weren't interested in the basic ones. We've added wrestling and volleyball. Volleyball is a huge hit on our campus, and wrestling has been a huge hit across our district this year for middle school. So that incorporated some things that kids hadn't had a chance to experience before on our campus. Um, We try to get our families more involved on our campus. We're wrapping up our first ever Parent University Raising Winners uh, classes. We'll finish next Monday night with our first set of graduates. Uh, The parents have been coming for a a few nights now, uh, visiting with a group out of Minden called Project Reclaim Louisiana, who has put this clinic on for us, and it helps them learn more about how to educate their own children and uh, the perils of being a parent of a teenager these days. Yeah. So we try to have an open door policy and to bring the community in so that everybody has a stake in the school. Well, how did how did that I, come about? Yeah, I was That's gonna say, I w- I, yeah. I'm, I'm uh. completely
0: <laughs> intrigued. Tell me oh, about okay. this. Yeah.
2: Well, uh, it was an initiative brought down by former superintendent, uh, Mitch Downey. He brought it up to, at the principal's meeting that this was a group in Minden headed by Ron Anderson who was looking to come oh, yeah. into schools and uh, do some great things with students and their families. And we took him up on it and he's been coming in and working with some of our families in the school. Well, where
1: else do they work, do you know?
2: Well, they've been in several elementary schools. I think they've been to Kerr Elementary already. They've been to, um, I believe, Central Park, and I believe they have upcoming dates at Apollo and Bel Air. Yeah.
1: You know, I have known Ron Anderson for a long time, yeah. and he really is kind of person that has charismatic, really charisma, and I bet you that's
2: really positive uh, it's great. He's yeah. he's highly engaging. So yes, so
0: what it, what are the main things he's trying to accomplish with these parents? Right.
2: Yeah. Well, he's trying to offer them the, the tools it takes to guide children in today's environment. It's a lot different than what's when we were in school, obviously. Yeah. yeah.
1: And this is uh raising winners. Mm-hmm. So. Yes, sir. Yeah. Everybody
2: wants to be a winner, right? Yeah, absolutely.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. Uh what um the other thing we've heard a lot about um as we've had interviews with various other mm-hmm. successful schools, uh, is school culture and, and I know yeah. it's got to be difficult it's more difficult in a it's difficult in a diverse environment like right. it appears that you live sure. in to be able to pull all that together and, and develop a school culture that's your school culture right. that engages kids. So How do you do that, how did you do that at Russian?
2: Well, you know, culture, it's kind of like a garden. It's easy to get it started in the right direction, but it's difficult to maintain, Mm -hmm. it's a constant process. And that's kind of how we treat it there. We try to constantly think of new ways to engage these children, to make them buy into what we're doing. We have a house system at our school, similar to what you would see in like a, like Harry Potter. I was going to say Hogwarts. Or, yeah. <laughs> I like Hogwarts. Yeah, absolutely. Every kid is assigned to a house, and they earn points for the house through different activities. And there's a winner every nine weeks. That it's yeah. a big celebration. And what
0: are the names of the houses?
2: Well, we named them after lands of a special theme park. I don't ah. know if I can say it, <laughs> but um, yeah, like tomorrow and fantasy and and the uh, uh, frontier and those. Are that's really
0: yeah. fun. Yeah. And so you, you kind of mm-hmm. have your own group. Yeah. And, I, and I would think that that's part of building culture too. Oh, is it is. You, you have this group that mm-hmm. for which you have more intimacy and trust and, and dependency, I right. Would guess. Right,
2: right, well, absolutely.
1: Yeah, th- that and let me go back to another thing that I was intrigued about is your ability, the ability to be able to add new sports and develop mm-hmm. the new sports. Right. How did you do that from the from the financial part of that, I mean, well, I,
2: a lot of help from the district. Obviously, okay. they, they provide extra stipends for people who can help us with those events and things. And, yeah, and then um, we have athletic budget that we try to adhere to, and we also do fundraising and stuff like that.
1: Okay. Um, one of the things that we also hear a lot about is the the importance of dealing with each individual child and that individual child's needs. Yes. And they're different, very much different from one. Person to another, or even Mm -hmm. different uh, places that people live, different things they approach. You you live in an environment, in a neighborhood that's multiple. Mm -hmm. You know, people from all Mm -hmm. over the world, um, and and demographics the Mm -hmm. same. Right. So how do how do you how do you do that? How do how do you put that all together?
2: Well, you know, we try to offer a lot of different programs and things other schools offer. We have a A tremendous uh, black history month program coming up at the end of this month it's going to be a three-day event at our school we're excited about that but one thing we do on a daily basis we have what's called a flex schedule and in the flex schedule students are allowed to go to spend 30 to 45 minutes in in something that's of high interest to them it could be a cultural event it could be something like uh, karaoke even but to get to go to those they have to have been doing well in their academics and keeping up with those that portion as well and so um, students who are a little behind academically maybe they've been out sick for a while during that flex period they get to be pulled uh, specifically to the area where they have the biggest need and and that those are individualized smaller groups so it really pushes them well
1: you know one of the things I enjoyed in reading about again about your uh, resume um, is there's a lot of uh, this related to uh, helping how do you help Children deal with diversity. Right. How do you teach people to be tolerant? Yes, sir. You know, these are significant issues which are very hard in the right. adult world these days. So, um, tell me your personal thoughts about that in terms of how you know how you've been award, you've been recognized for those right. efforts. What is it that you feel like needs to get out for everybody to have the same effort in? in those
2: areas. Well, that goes back to my time as a classroom teacher. I, I taught social studies, and so there's a you have to go over every culture, and you have to treat them all with the same amount of fairness and equity as as anything else. And so I carried that forward into my path as an administrator yeah. as well. Um, but not just focusing on any one group, but focusing on everyone, the positives that every culture brings together.
0: Yeah. yeah. You know, I think when I was in school, oh. um, to, it, it seemed like there was more focus on punishment than right, reward. Right. And as we talk to, to people like you, I, you know, I, I see all of these incentives to get mm-hmm. kids do, to do well, instead of going through all the, well, if they don't do this, we do this and this and this right. and this joke. I mean, is, that, is that very much spot on with where education is going and where you are seeing the most successful strategy? Right,
2: my paddle is in the attic at my house. It's not in the school anymore. We've clearly moved past those days a long time ago. Um, what we do now, like the house system, allows the kids to earn rewards for doing, doing what's right. That's part of our motto. At Russian, we believe that we lead. We love learning, excel at all we do, achieve goals together, and do what is right. And of those, the most important is to do what is right. And so we hope that our teachers model that behavior for our students, and that our students begin to understand what that is during their time with us.
1: Well, even in the in your what you're doing with the parents, yes, it's absolutely. the same thing. Absolutely, you know, it's encouraging the positive behavior rather than mm-hmm. sort of whining about. Right. Well, there's no parents yeah. that care, and they're not really helping, right. and it's so difficult. And g- getting past that and say, well, let's see how we can help the parents. Right, you know, because they 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 yeah. need help too. That it's it's. Oh helpful. yeah, it
2: takes a village, you know, yeah. to raise a child, and that's absolutely true today.
0: So what you t- you talked about. Parenting being so different today from what it used to mm-hmm. be. What are the challenges that this generation of parents have uh, that that we didn't have when we were raising right. kids?
2: Well, there's a lot of competition for your for the attention of your child. If you think about when we were growing up, um, you came home, you did your chores, you did your homework, you visited with your family, and you went to bed. Your day started over. Well, here, you know, there's no there's not much time for disconnect from outside. Sources like if you had a problem with a kid at school when you were in school, you went home, told your parents about it, they probably gave you some advice, and that was the end of it. But today, those problems can be can manifest outside of the school and can continue on through social media access. And and that's the biggest struggle that our parents have right now is their children with social media and how they're interacting with people that they don't even really know sometimes.
1: So, if you were the king of the world, (laughs) oh boy, Uh, and you had. and we're talking about the social media right. world that we're in yeah. how do you, and, and you're you have middle school children that you're dealing right. with mm. i mean so what can we do i mean uh you know what is the is it out of the bag and it's always going to be like this or is there some way we can make this better than well, where we are right now. Well,
2: we have to compete for their attention, so we have to make sure that we're highly engaging throughout the day for ourselves on the education end. And as far as parents go, you know, you have to monitor your children. Now the good thing is some of the social media groups are coming around and putting more restrictions on on children and their access and what they can and can't see and do, which is going to be a help over over a period of time. But right now it's really it's hands on parenting. When they're when they're on that phone and you can't see what they're looking at, it's it's tough. It's tough to know exactly what they're doing. You have to take the time and it's it's hard.
0: Do you all talk to parents about what parents should and shouldn't do?
2: You know, but uh, uh, we do sometimes. It's a tricky thing. You know, you don't want to step on anybody's toes too much that way cuz everybody's situation is different. I try to be, you know, cognizant of that, but if if we have an opportunity to provide tips or things like our parent university, we certainly do. Yeah.
1: Hmm. There's a uh, you know, I know there's challenges that y'all have, and, and what, how is it? How do you deal with the issue with teachers? You know, uh, in a place, they're in a school that has maybe more challenges than other schools because of demographics or, sure, s- or yeah. those sort of things. Are certainly a major issue. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of other problems that are going on mm-hmm. at home that maybe right. aren't going on in some other places. So, how do you? How do you? keep your teachers' morale up, and how do you build them up uh, so that they wanna get to work every day and wanna change
2: the world? We try to make it a fun place to come to work. Uh, It sounds kinda odd for middle school, because who (laughs) would want that, right? But no, we we try different events and days and things. We try to reward them weekly with a special prize just for hanging in there with us and and being there. Um, Yesterday was our annual Super Bowl, by that we mean, they had made soups and chilies and things, and treated the teachers to that. And you know, we try to recognize their good work too. Each month, we name a champion of the month, as far as a teacher and a support staff go, because those people are just as important as the as the in-class staff that we have as well. Uh, and they get a little gift card with that. So we always look for ways to recognize our people. Yeah. All over the
1: building. And what are we talked about social media? We talked mm. about some other areas. What what are the things that keep you up at night? What is it that's a real challenge for you? You see, is coming. Uh, and um, and how are you preparing for those things?
2: Well, the next thing I'd be worried about, if you look at the evolution of social media, what's coming next, or is AI and, and the bots and, and things like that, and what impact is that, that going to have on our education system as we move forward? Uh,
1: yeah. I didn't even think I haven't even thought about it.
0: I, oh, I think about it all the time. <laughs> yeah. All the terrible things that I mean, you can you can put somebody's head on yeah, another body exactly. and have them do different things and. I mean, yeah. there are just so many ways you can use that to uh, harm that's, that's others. That's the next
2: frontier of school issues, probably. I think yeah.
0: you're right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. And well, this has been a great, uh, uh, interesting talk. We appreciate so much you coming and sharing sharing with us. Uh, ask a couple of questions at the end of it, uh, every interview. Okay. Okay. Uh, and uh, uh, first, I want to give you the chance to to give any words of wisdom, if you have some words of wisdom uh, that kind of drive you, what philosophies, whatever you have or or what you want to uh, tell uh, the audience.
2: Right, okay. Well, you know, we want your children to come to a school where they feel loved, and we want them to return to a home where they feel loved. And if we work together as a community, I think we can build that trust again within the schools so It has been lacking for some time in some of the areas.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I like that. So mm-hmm. it's uh, 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 based it on love. Absolutely. If bad. we could, if we could do that, then we'd be uh, so much better off. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then the last thing is, you know, obviously from this resume and and from this <laughs> this um, interview, you can live anywhere in the. United States, and you could get a job as a principal probably anywhere in the United States. So, what, what keeps you here? What, what, what brought you here? What, uh, what's the reason you stay here in Shreveport Bozier? Why you love Shreveport Bozier? What is it about this community that, that
2: draws you? Well, you know, um, I'm not originally from here. I'm from a town about two hours south of here, Jonesboro. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, we came to this area early in my early 20s as a teacher and a coach. And we just fell in love with it. Maybe it was the bright lights of the big city, but, uh, we've, <laughs> but we've stayed around for a while because we, we've made it our home. Uh, we have, you know, we feel like we've built our family here, and it's such an easy place to find a, to find your niche. There's something for everyone here in Fort Beaufort.
1: Yeah, we hear that a lot. That there's, uh, we often under, uh, we don't really think about all the things that are going on and all Absolutely. the positive things that are going and all the things that are happening all the time here in Streetport Bossier, it's hard to say that there's nothing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yet it's a small town uh, exactly. that other, other than tearing up the interstate, <laughs> we <laughs> used to could get from place to place right. really fairly easily. Oh. So. Oh, <laughs> but that's changed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen, we appreciate uh, as a community uh, what you're doing at Russian, and I'm sure the parents are too, well, thank uh, you so and much. the students. And so we thank you very much for your work and your teacher's work. Um, your school system thought enough to say that this is such a successful school that they wanted this school to be the one that we talked to and on the air. So
2: thank well, you again very much. Absolutely. It's a blessing to get to serve these children and their families. I sure do appreciate you guys having me on today.
0: Oh, well, thank you. And thank you to all of you for joining us for Education Checkup. You can view our other podcasts anywhere you listen to them or go to our website at ktbs.com slash podcast. Have a good day.